Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. This one was recorded before the festivities, before Christmas and New Year, so there's probably a lot of mention of Christmas, maybe not so much New Year, but just thought I'd give you a heads up. Um, so, that. Um, before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Drop any reviews you want to drop, and share the podcast around. Give it to friends and family. This one has got uh, Christmas stuff in, which might feel weird listening to it now. And, yeah, some movies. There's quite a lot of movies in there, stuff like that. Anyway, rather than me giving you a version of it, why don't you listen to and or watch it? Here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Darkest Timeline Podcast. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, first thing that has to be, is this actually working? I've had a day of broken, of broke-ass things. I even wrote it on my list to talk about. I don't. I don't like it when things don't work. Um, how are you doing? How? 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 It's one of those. It'd be like, how was your festivities? Because you'll get this two weeks after. So, like a week into the new year, I guess. Uh, how was it? Was it good? Um, right, let's get into it. Let's get stuck in. Um, I ran not one, but two 5Ks last week. Um, the first one I ran earlier in the week, I can't actually remember why. There was a reason something about maximizing time needed to run needed to walk the dog thought I'd combine both and that's what I did uh, the second one was because uh, my local park run was cancelled but that doesn't mean much to me so got on and did a 5k anyway um and uh, I've been talking recently about trying to trying to beat five uh, k times, um, but and this is what we were going to talk about. Realized last week that it wasn't I was trying to beat five k times. I was trying to beat parkrun times, um, and having the realization that uh, a parkrun is. It's one of those things I'm not going to tell you that it's not 5k. But take yourself out of the park run setting. Put yourself on the streets with the kids. As the kids would say, on the streets. Put yourself on the streets and run 5k. It's a different it's a different kettle of fish. And then it wasn't until afterwards did I really really register that so i i came in with like this super slow time i came in with like my average being 
way off. And I was like, what is the difference? Why is there such a huge difference? Because like my average pace was like three minutes longer. Um, I'd done... I think I'd done it in like... Was it four or six minutes longer than I would have done a park run? And I started with like, oh, you know, it's more it, it, it's more hilly. Uh, I'm now going to try and go back and find. I don't know how far back I would have to go. What day? I could just go to Saturday. Let's find where Saturday is. No, it's not that one. It's not that one. It's not that one. Um... Oh, there's challenges to do. December 7th. Uh, yeah, maybe. No. Right, okay. So. Um, yeah, it was just. What did I do? 30, 32 or something. Um, eight minutes longer. I was like, this is this is insanity. That's just one of them. That's just one of the ones that I did. I'm not going to bore you by dredging through to find the other one. Uh, but it was like, I think the other one was like six minutes over. I was like, what is possibly going on? You know, it's hillier. Um, it's harder to run with the with the dog on the streets because you you end up in some like narrow pavement situations. You've got roads to contend with. You've got to stop every time you come to a road. I want him to stop, sit, wait, and be told to cross. So you've got that, you, these factors. Um, but, in all honesty, truth be told, it was getting me down. So I look at it this way. I had this whole, this, this whole drive, this determination, to consistently bring that parkrun time down. Again, parkrun time. And week in, week out, the weeks that I've done it, that, that has been the case. Now, the the smallest change was the last one. Uh, we're talking seconds, not minutes. So there's that. Then, go out into the street, do a 5K, come home and be like, I'm, I'm way off, minutes off. Insane amount of time. So... I was getting, I was getting down. I was feeling like, although I was maybe achieving uh, the park run, uh, was I really achieving anything? Don't think I was. It's all been masked by running round a reasonably flat surface, going round in a circle five times, and it was, you know, it was, it was getting to me. It really was getting to me. There was a day, I think, I think I had, it had been my rest, my rest day from morning running. And then I went out the next day to run. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm still, still reeling from this um, development. And then having set off to do my run, I was like, hang on a minute, 
I don't run from the moment I step out the door. I I always had this sort of like warm up method, which was a bit of a walk. I always any sort of um, outdoor run type situation, I always set off with a walk to as as like a little warm up. It kind of acclimate to the temperature outside. Uh, if it's cold, there's one thing. If it's hot, that's another thing. Just sort of adjust, get the body loose before taking on that run i used to do it when i ran home from work and walk um five minutes or so then get on get on with the running with this it's just a case of walking um down the road around the corner up the hill and away we go admittedly a big chunk of the reason in there is i don't want to start any run running up a hill so there's that but then I started thinking about how many minutes it probably takes probably looking could be in the two minute kind of region so you've got to take those two minutes off then you've got to take off all the stopping and starting with the dog you've got to take that off you've got to take the fact that sometimes you're waiting for traffic Uh, you've got to take that off and I was like realistically you're knocking off a few minutes from the time. So, not necessarily that unrealistic. And that made me feel better about it. Uh, Like I said, I completed two um, 5Ks. I'm not... It it seems strange. I'm not bragging or not boasting. I'm just just relaying the information. Um, Because I've started looking at those... 5k's differently recently and started thinking any any amount of running any amount of movement any amount of attempt to make things better is an achievement and it never it will never not be if you can run to the end of your drive it's more than if you didn't um if you can't run to the end of the drive, if you can walk to the end of the drive, it's more than just staying inside. Um, but recently, I've started looking at, at, at those those five Ks as I, I do them because I know I can do them, and maybe that's not the right way of doing things. I don't know. Um, as with a lot of things at the moment, um, might have to test test some theories. Um, so, one of those things, I imagine this time next week I'll be telling you a whole different story. Um, although this time next week, uh, in, in, in this world, in the current world, time of recording, this time next week it'll be Boxing Day. Um, and it'll all be over, as uh, as people say. Um, don't know what that means for recording, was the shortest version there. Um, so, as it is the festive time of the year, went to another nativity. Yes, my youngest daughter had a nativity. Um, 
one of those things, not going to lie, felt weird. Um, what I mean by that is um, the age that my daughter is, my youngest daughter, probably feels a little soon to be doing something like this, but it, the, it, it seemed like this really established thing, so I was a bit like, okay. Um, first mistake. Straight off the bat, first mistake. Did not drive. Reason? Because all they did was bang on about parking. And don't park here and don't park there and don't park this and don't do that. So, didn't drive. Walked. Uh, which featured, I don't know, 20 minutes. Nearly half an hour of my daughter crying the entire way there. It's okay, though. Pretty sure she cried all the way home as well. Um... And then you get there, and the, the the parking is abundant. There's plenty of parking. I'm like, should have just driven. So, go, get in. Um, far be it from me to criticise any form of organisation, um, but there wasn't any. So, you know, I was a bit like, I feel like somebody needs to maybe take control of this situation because every single parent that was there was essentially sorting their own child out and every single like member of staff that was there wasn't so you've got like 400 parents all doing their own thing and nobody trying to wrangle the situation in any way, shape, or form. So there was a lot of me just sitting at the back, looking confused at the whole situation. Um, one of the interesting things was, the place where it was held had amazing acoustics. It was a, it was a church, and the way it was sort of, I presume the way it was built, it was designed, like you could hear people talking, clear as a bell from way at the back. Like, this is amazing. Um, in the end, it all got wrangled together. And uh, <coughs> and away it went. Uh, one of those things, with that many people, um, there was people lining the walls, um, just in the hope of being able to see. I couldn't really see much. Um, did I was just about able to see my, my child just about um and luckily for us uh Leon was able to go and find somewhere to stand and uh video bits of it so i uh, got to watch that so that was that was that it was amazingly smooth for the for the age that was being dealt with uh which was nice um, because of like little people, it was a lot shorter than like a school one, so that was nice. Ultimately, it was just a good time all around. Um, I quite enjoyed it. I kind of liked it, but that's not <laughs> that's not why I wrote it down to talk about. On the way in. There were these tables set up with, like, baked goods. 
various bowls. There was a lot of, um, it was church. So, you know, the, the one institute in this country that doesn't pay taxes and is the largest landowner in all of the country. Um, always needs a little bit more money is, is one way of looking at it. Um, so, oh, you know, we're doing a collection for the church. Leanne said on the way in, oh, I need to bring some money, um, get something on the way out maybe. Blah, blah, blah. So we're heading to leave. As we're coming out into the into the hallway, I jokingly said, so these are free, yeah, you just help yourself. Leanne's like, no, you have to leave donation. Like I was joking. And I looked and I was like, oh, they look, not only do they look homemade, they look child made. So I'm probably good. Uh, I asked my daughter if she wanted something. Yes, yes, I want something. I was like, well, we've got a little bit of change here. We can get something, drop something in the collection. In all the people trying to get out, people trying to buy stuff, people trying to make sure they got a mince pie or whatever. Um, there was a lot going on. It was very busy. Very, very busy. It was one way in, one way out. And it was also the same place where all the, uh, all the food and collections were going on. I saw a woman, and the reason that she stood out to me was that she just buzzed through all of the people, just and was at at the table. I was like, "Wow, that is some some amazing ability right there." Uh, she picked up two bags of mince pies. I was like, oh, "Big spender, nice." She went over to uh, one of the bowls. Took a five pound note out of it and buzzed back through the crowd, never to be seen again. And I went, What? <laughs> like, I, I was joking about them being free. That's not being free. That's taking some mince pies and stealing some money, knowing full well that nobody's going to be paying attention. I could couldn't believe it i was like what just happened there was an element of me that was a bit like am i supposed to tell somebody that that's just happened i relayed it to leanna and she went through all of the possible reasons that that could have happened oh was it the woman that worked at the church because there was a woman there who was who worked at the church no no it wasn't her oh well, maybe she was. Maybe she was what stealing. She picked up two thing, two bags of mince pies, took a fiver out of a church collection, and disappeared into the crowd. Think, I think it's quite clear what happened there. It's called op- opportunist. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was shocked, flabbergasted. <laughs> Ladies and gents, flabbergasted. Um, tis the season, and what I mean by that is it's it's winter. Uh, a lot of people will tell you these days that we only have two seasons, winter and summer. Uh, and I'm inclined to believe them. 
Um, it's either hot as balls or cold as flip. Um, being being uh, of the larger variety, the cold doesn't get me as much. But when it does, it, it attacks certain areas of my body. I get cold feet and I get cold hands. Um, and the rest of the time, it's just, yeah, you say it's cold, but, you know, Maybe maybe pop a fourth jumper on. Whereas I'm like, I've got I've got my t-shirt on, I'm alright. <coughs> However, I can't think what day it was. Again, probably doesn't matter. Um there was a day last week where after all this time, the cold finally got me. It got me in the night. And it got into my bones. Um, I, I, it was it was that cold that I kept waking up in the night and being like, "Why am I awake? I don't need the toilet. No child is screaming. Why am I awake?" And then I'd go, "Oh, because it's freezing." Once I get into bed, I can get into bed with no clothes on. Grab the duvet, took myself up into a ball, and within. 5, 10, 15 minutes. I am warm. But the cold finally got me. I mean, we were talking about this point and we were looking at like minus six. Um, So I got up the next day and was like, what is happening right now? Once the cold had got me, got into my bones, I couldn't shake it. I was cold from the minute I got out of bed. I was cold all day. I I couldn't get warm. I was putting more layers on. I was wearing gloves. I, I was like, what has happened here? Um, interestingly enough, it dropped to a certain temperature. We're talking like it was in well into the minuses. And then everybody started talking. Oh, it's going to be warmer next week. I'm like, yes, but the forecast is, is it's going to rain. Oh, yeah, but it's going to be warmer. I was like, yeah, honestly, I preferred the cold. Um, Today, from minus six to 14 degrees, I tried, I, I was working out this afternoon and I honestly thought, at one point, I was going to pass out. Because I think it's when there's those sudden changes in temperature. They catch you off guard. Uh, I believe today was supposed to be the warmest day. Uh, but my word, it really, uh, really, really knocked me for six. Um, honestly, what I've realised is I would far rather it was frosty than wet. Because the number of times I nearly slipped over walking the dog last night... Because the frost had melted a little bit and just turned into just just death. Um, wasn't fun. Do we remember? Was it last week I was saying that I've been... I went through the whole thing about getting up early. Um, I was trying to... It, it's it's one, of my, one of my goals. Um, if we're not careful at the rate we're going, it's... Be, Gonna become a New Year's resolution. It won't. I don't do New Year's resolutions. Um, anyway, uh, 
So I managed it again. I managed to get up early. Um, it was one of those. Alarm was set. Alarm went off. Got out of bed. Um, if I'm honest, this one didn't quite have the impact that the that the first one did. Um, part of me feels like I might have to go earlier. Part of me is like starting to look at my life. Like I go back to work in like three weeks' time, and the my life the way it is now versus what it will be like when I'm working eight hours a day. The two don't really go together. So I need to find a way to maximize the rest of the time. So there's a possibility that I'll have to get up even earlier. And that's just going to be... Just be weird. Um, so, Monday today. And we all know what Monday means. Monday is weigh-in day. Now, depending how weigh-in day had gone or was going to go would have depended on what we were going to talk about now. Um, if it had gone a particular way, I'd have been saying to you, I had a little bit of a a little bit of a fall off the wagon last week. Um, there was a little a little bit too much indulging going on. Um, there was um, eating things that I shouldn't have done. And there was uh, eating at times I shouldn't have been eating, and there was there was nearly a situation of um, like a double takeaway. So um, th- there was a there was a gathering, gathering of minds Friday evening at uh, podcast alum Paul Williams uh, Friday evening where there was some takeaway action. Uh, I dodged the pizza bullet, uh, but got hit with uh, with a with a box of goodness. Um, I felt it was a bit of a lesser lesser of two evil kind of situation. Um, Saturday, cheat meal. Not 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 going to miss out on the cheat meal. So come Sunday, when you're like, okay. Rain it in, dial it back. Ended up with another takeaway situation. Um, guests round for some uh, some American football Sunday, uh, which alluded to some takeaway action. Dodged the bullet on that one and uh, ended up with a salad. But that was largely because... By that point in the week, I was like, I I will have put on five pounds when I step on the scale in the morning. That's what I was fully expecting. Now then, something I, I'm sure I've probably mentioned recently is I am aware of a few things. So some of the things are that my um, the calories that I burn in a day are quite high. Um, I've been taking this from the Apple Fitness app and i have recently done some research into how accurate it is and apparently it's like 98.9 percent accurate higher in some studies so in theory you have to kind of take what they're saying as being true 
Um, so according to that, those pieces of information, I burn a lot of calories in a day. Then if you take into account the things that I eat when I'm being quote-unquote good, those calories don't really put a dent in the calories burnt. Uh, and stuff that I've been told recently, um, over recent times, over years, whatever, is that my calories burnt versus calories going in isn't enough. So, works on the theory that I can probably afford a few extra calories here and there. Which is fine, but we're not talking thousands. But over the course of a week, probably are talking thousands. So where where do we think I ended up this morning? One of those situations, it was neither one way or the other. I did not lose or gain any weight on one hand I was a little bit like there's probably a chance that I'll step on the scales and have lost weight that did not happen and really I'd have been somewhat surprised if it had there was another part of me that was like I'm gonna see I'm gonna see five pounds put on and if that had happened would not have been overly surprised either. That also didn't happen. Did not put on or lose any weight. <sighs> that just has, that just poses more questions. If I burn a certain amount of calories and I eat a lot less than that, the theory is that my body is actually in starvation mode, not where I'd want to be, which is weight loss mode. Uh, I think weight loss mode is like a thousand calories under. Calorie deficit. If you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. But apparently, if you drop out of a calorie deficit and into what's basically starvation mode, you won't lose any weight because your body's going to hold on to everything. So, what did I do? I feel like I need more intelligent people to tell me the actual crack. That's what I feel I need. Um, something super interesting. I'm going to try not to rant too much about this. I had an email earlier today telling me that my Facebook account had been suspended because um, I can't even think what it said something like community guidelines uh, can't find it can't find it oh no I've probably gone too far that's here we go. Action needed on your Facebook account. Facebook account has been suspended because your account or activity on it doesn't follow our community standards. That's how I knew it was uh, 
It was a scam. It was a scam, ladies and gentlemen. Because I don't use Facebook. I look at Facebook, but I don't use it. So it was definitely a scam. Right up until the point that I tried to go into Facebook, and Facebook looked a bit weird. It was like, this looks like it did this morning. Should this not have refreshed itself? Tried to go into the podcast Facebook page. There was none of it. And uh, it wouldn't refresh. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Um, spoke to a couple of people. was like, I'm being told, allegedly, that my uh, Facebook account has been suspended. Uh, those people looked and said, yes, it has. It is no longer there. I was like, that's weird. I I don't use Facebook. I uh, I look at it. I don't use it. I don't post things. I very rarely share things. Um, so that's that. So I was like, well, there's a, a button here I can press to get it unsuspended. So the the smart move would be to press the button. So I pressed the button. And it was like, okay, we just need you we just need you to log in. Like, okay, still could be dodgy, but I'll I'll log in. Which I did. Uh, a, a miracle. I actually remembered the password. I won't have used the password for Facebook in I mean it, it, it fifteen years maybe. Managed to get him. So then it was like, oh, we need to verify you. We're gonna go. We're gonna take you through some questions. We're gonna verify you. It's like, oh, okay, okay. I was like, maybe it'll ask me like what my favorite color is. It said, oh, we need you to give us uh, your phone number. And immediately, my mind flashed to every single time I've ever been sent a link to go to something on Facebook. But when you end up going to like, you press on the link and it takes you to the, the, the web page. I'm like, I don't want to be on the web page. I've got an app for this. I don't need to be doing this. And you end up going so far through it. And it will always, 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 always ask me for a phone number. It says, we don't have a phone number on file for you. I'm like, you are a glorified web page you don't need a phone number for me there is absolutely zero reason that you need my phone number so i am going to skip this step and i'm not giving you my phone number so when it says oh we need to verify you give us your phone number i was like why what possible reason for verification purposes, could you need my phone number? Because my phone number does not connect to my Facebook account. Almost feels like you've put me in a position where I can't proceed without giving you the one piece of information you've been asking me for for a really, really long time. There was no way around it. There was nothing I could do. I was like, right, okay. 
So if it's just about this, if you're really that hell-bent on getting my phone number, well, fine. Take the damn number. So I gave them the phone number. Oh, now we now we need to verify you further. I'm like, what could you possibly need to verify me further? All we need to do is we need to uh, take a picture of you. And I went, yeah, because the one thing I don't do is put pictures on Facebook. I used to, a long time ago, but I don't anymore. And for your um, intrusive facial recognition software, you won't have an up-to-date picture of me. So, what you're saying is, the two pieces of information that you don't have that you'd really like just so happens to be your two-step verification. Well, isn't that interesting? But don't worry, the, the legitimate company will definitely delete that photo after they've used it. They just need to use it for verification. Right, okay. So, there's that. Oh, uh, now you need to tell us that you're not a robot. Okay, I'm not a robot. Do the verification for that. I've done the verification for that. Okay, so now... Now we'll get back to you. Alright. At no point in time... Has it told me... What my lack of usage of Facebook has done to go against the community standards or whatever it was worded as. And all I can think is, surely there were other ways you could have got this information. Admittedly, I skipped the phone section every single time. And I don't post photos on social media of certain things, i.e. myself. But... Yeah. On the other hand, obviously somebody could have maliciously decided that they didn't want me to have Facebook anymore and, I don't know, done something about it. It said there was two options. There was two options. One of them was, if you don't do anything about it in, like, so many days, uh, was was that the one where it was like, if you don't do something about it, you won't be able to get in? And I was a bit like... Oh, I just leave it. And the other option was, uh, if you appeal it, and they don't agree with your appeal, that's the end of that. They, they, you won't have Facebook anymore. And I went, yeah, okay. Now I know there's, a, I know there's a thing. There's, um, there's a thing for. The, the meta account thing. I had an email about it. Because it's all connected to the Oculus. Um, so I'm aware of that. I've done nothing about it. I'm aware of it. Weirdly though. 
this email came immediately after an email telling me that I'd tried to sign in to um, Google at some point. And I was like, is there a connection between the two that a Google sign-in, you send me an email about that and then immediately send me an email about my Facebook account? Is there a connection there? Who knows? The last thing on my list, I think, is the first thing I talked about, which is interesting. Um, so I don't know if any of if any of you lovely listeners, watchers, um, do any sort of cross pollination with all the podcasts we do, which is many. Last week's NFL podcast ended. A little weird because so far through, um, the audio stopped recording. Just went poof and stopped. And I was like, no, eh, it's just a, a glitch, a hiccup or whatever. We managed to use some interesting um, picture stroke sign language type situation and got the podcast finished. I didn't think too much about it. But I probably should have done, because that was a weird situation. Come this evening, double podcast to record before this one. That's right, no slouch over here, gents and ladies. Um, and, yeah, no audio. Cannot get the audio to record for love nor money. Now, I'm a very simple man. I like very simple things. I like things to do the one job that they have. And if you're an audio recording device that can't record audio, then what use are you to me? And at this point in time, no matter what I have tried, nothing works. So I've got that horse shit to deal with. Which is fun. Um, from a... Uh, Entertainment, that's the word I'm looking for. From an entertainment perspective, um, I started watching a, a franchise of movies. I've had this franchise of movies on my rewatch list for some time. Randomly ended up on Amazon Prime the other day and randomly found that the franchise of movies um, that I had on my rewatch list were all there. Started watching these films to then be informed. Uh, that uh, I was getting them for Christmas. <sighs> I think that I think so far this year that's it. that's either the third or fourth Christmas present I've ruined. So I started watching the Mission Impossible movies. Now then, <sighs> have to I have to be careful what I say here. I am not a fan of certain actors, and. A lot of the stuff that surrounds that is nothing to do with their acting. It's more to do with their time off screen. Is that a way of a way of putting that? Um, the thing that annoys me the most about certain actors is they make films that I want to see with them in. So there's that. However. 
for years I was unable to watch any films with uh, certain actors in uh, how, uh, until I reached a point where I was able to overcome that and watch those films. Um, so I've started watching the Mission Impossible films. I have watched one, two, three, and the beginning of four. My intention is to work my way through them. Um, I know they're making a new one at the moment. There's been some interesting stuff coming out. They seem to be like showing various parts of the of the making process, which is interesting. Um, so let's talk about one, two, and three to start with, and then we can talk about others next week. I remember the first Mission Impossible. I remember it coming out. I remember it being an interesting concept at the time. Uh, they're doing a, a movie kind of remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it these days, um, of a TV show. Um, Tom Cruise and many others. I always felt the first one was a bit strange. I think at the time, I wasn't sure where it kind of fit in. Somebody described it to me the other night as Paul Mann's James Bond. I was like, I don't know if that's quite what I feel about it. I think it just... I don't know. I can't explain it. There's some aspect of that first one that just didn't quite sit right with me. And there are elements of it that are enjoyable. And there are elements of it that... I don't know how to word it. It's not It's not that they're not enjoyable. It's just a bit... I don't know. It's like the it's like the double cross, you know, things like that. Anyway, interesting cast. Uh, this film came out in nineteen ninety six. I'm not sure if this is a spoiler. All I'll say is Emilio Estevez, interesting choice. Not in it for long. Seems weird to cast someone like him in a role like that. John Voight. Not entirely sure how I felt about him being in that role. Um, Ving Rhames, Jean Renault. I had the realisation that because Ving Rhames is in the first one, it means that he's probably, other than Tom Cruise, is probably the one actor that's been in all of them. Um, or is there one of the later ones that he's not in? Anyway. So I watched the first one. Um, I, th- I, don't, I don't know. The first one is fine. There are aspects of it that I find not quite right. I, I can't. I can't find the right words for it. Um, but you watch it, you get to the end, you go cool. That's that done. Mission Impossible 2. Mission Impossible 2 was huge at its time. Um, there was obviously... There was a Limp Biscuit song. There was a Metallica song. Um, Mission Impossible 2 was huge. Directed by John Woo. And super over the top. Watching it now... Many years later. I, I'm not going to lie. I used to love that film. I used to love it. 
Watching it now, many years later, some parts of that film are almost unwatchable. Super cringeworthy. Super over the top. Just, there are points where it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It's it's a hard watch. Um, but it was what it was. It was a film of its time. Um, so yeah, the third one starts, and I'm like, "What is going on?" Directed by J.J. Abrams. Um, Aaron Paul's in it at the beginning as a I don't know, fourteen year old or something. Uh, amazing cast list. First film that Simon Pegg comes into. Lawrence Fishburne's in it. Um, uh, my, mind, my mind has gone. Uh, that Billy Crudup. Uh, like I said, first one that Simon Pegg comes into. Um, I feel that three is... Kind of more where the Mission Impossible films start. Because three sets sets the tone for the re- for the ones that come after it. Um one thing I will say is the, the, the back end, the last quarter of that film gets a bit weird. Um It's all set in like one location. The way they deal with the bad guy is um, abrupt. I did mean to look that up. I did wonder if... Because um, it's Philip Seymour Hoffman. I did I did mean to one, look up whether there was a reason that they had to deal with the bad guy in a particular way. Um, it's not... It's not a bad film in that genre. Um, but yeah, the the very back end of it gets a bit weird. Um, like I said, I was going to talk about one, two, three. I've started four. Um, from the credits, I am aware that this one is the one that um, Jeremy Renner comes into, and I believe he's then in the franchise from that point on. Um, but what I was going to say was the weirdest thing about four so far is the opening credits show you chunks of the film that you're about to watch, which just seems really weird, very strange. Just, just, just why? Um, but like I say, I haven't watched. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't finished watching four. Um, it's uh, they, they are my go-to treadmill movies at the moment. Now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey, you've watched a lot of films this week. I presume you haven't watched any others, and you would be wrong. I have watched another film. It is a rewatch, and I'm gonna go out and let me say if you jumped to this time last year in the podcast. I'll probably mention watching this film. It is very quickly becoming my one of my favourite festive movies, and that film is The Night Before. <coughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Anthony Mackie, Seth Rogen, 
three friends set out for um, a last hurrah. Um, because one of them's a famous athlete, and one of them's about to have a baby. And then uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character is kind of going nowhere. And those are, those are the three main characters in the film. Um, I've seen it a few times before. Like I say, go back to this time last year. I was probably talking about it this time last year. So I won't go through it all again. Because if you were listening this time last year, you probably don't want to hear me go through it all again. What I will say is, watching it this time, I realised that there are aspects of the film that they are trying to emulate scenes from other Christmas films. One of the characters actually says... Um, that that's what they were doing. They were trying to emulate scenes from their favourite Christmas films, but ones that are like almost like alternate films, like Home Alone, Die Hard, and and, and films like that. Um, there is also something that relates to It's Wonderful Life, um, and I never really clicked what the 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 other times that I watched it. Um, I'll say this and move on. As a film, it makes me laugh out loud. It makes me proper laugh out loud. Um, mostly for Seth Rogen's character, and mostly, <laughs> mostly because of all the drugs he takes. Um, it's hilarious. If you are still in the festive mood by the time you hear this, and you've not seen it, it's available on Prime. Uh, I think they put it on every year. Um, give it, give it a whirl. It, it's it's great fun. Um, TV wise, I've dialed back uh, my TV watching quite a lot. I'm not sure I've watched any TV since finishing what we do in the shadows. I don't think I've watched any TV since then. Um, so there's that. Uh, computer games wise, finished Gotham Knights, started playing um, Sniper Contracts. That's not what it's called. I can't think what the what the whole the whole title is. <coughs> Obviously, I've played it before. Um, what I, I bought it on the Xbox. Um. And then, for reasons that I am slightly embarrassed about and don't really want to go into, I bought it on the PS5. I bought it on the PlayStation, let's say. Playing on the PS5, I was like, man, I don't want to be that guy, but it, it it's better. Uh, it looks better. It sounds amazing. And um, one of the weirdest things, it saves more frequently, which with a game like that is really handy because it was really annoying in the Xbox version which you would think was the same game but apparently not um, I thoroughly enjoyed it playing it the first time I played it and I, I, I wasn't sure if I was ready to play it again turned out I was um, one of those that it's very much like one mission will take you like one day so you know I think it's already got five missions or something um but very much a you know two or three hours of your time will be lost to a mission um haven't done any of the bounties 
which I could have done to have done to get some upgrades. Um, it was it was it's hard to say when you're saying that how much you enjoy something, how much you enjoy uh, a game like that. But it was starting to grate on me towards the back end of playing it. The last level is just it's tough going the last level the second to last level wasn't exactly a picnic either but playing the last level when I played it originally I'd like I'd gone to this area and I'd stealthed my way through it and I'd uh, take this guy out and I take that guy out and do it stealthy. It took me, it took me days to do. This time round, I ended up in a building. I ended up with the opportunity to uh, to snipe the target from the building I was in, which I did, and then finished the game and was like, why didn't I have that option in the Xbox version? It's been things like that. Like, the difference between the Xbox version and the PS version, There, it's almost like it's a different game. It's very strange. Um. So, yeah, I finished it last night, uh, and I know there's stuff I need to do to get more, but I kind of finished it, and it is a game I've played before, so I'm a little bit in the camp of maybe I'll leave it there for now. I've got the second one that I could go back and play again. I seem to remember the second one being a touch better in some ways. So that might be worth just going on and playing that. Um, But we shall see. So, there we go. That's it. That's the podcast. Um, It's one of those. I would wish you Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Or Merry whatever you celebrate, if you celebrate. Uh, But you won't get this until after the festivities, like I said before. So, um, don't really know what to tell you. I'll catch you next time. See ya. So, there we go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another one gone. I mean, it's probably the new year by now. How's New Year treating you? Mm-hmm. Before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Drop in the reviews you want to drop. Share the podcast around. And if you fancy checking out the website, it's thecookiecast.com. Over there, we've got social media links and an email button for you to get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. You've just listened listened to to another another episode episode of Cookie Cast. Cast. Thanks Thanks for listening. listening.